The Adventure Jogger, a podcast about trail and ultra running. Meet fascinating runners from the front, middle, and back of the pack, sharing inspiring and funny stories about life and running. Running should be fun, and so should running podcasts. I'm your host, Ryan Pluckelman, and this is The Adventure Jogger. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Adventure Jogger. Jeff Stafford's here. We're hanging out in the Pluckelman uh, dining room. We are. Drinking some uh, wonderful New Glarus Spotted Cow. That is the beer I'm we out. are drinking tonight. Uh, excited. There's more in the fridge. You I'll get go, one. Go grab one. But I'm excited <laughs> for our guest tonight because I've already interviewed this guest. Um, you can go back to the back episodes if you want her backstory. And it is an incredible backstory. I believe she was the fifth episode of The Adventure Jogger. The episode is called The Unstoppable Jackie Hunt Brorsma. And you can find it on theadventurejogger.com. Go to listen and you'll see that there. Uh, but I, I was so happy to see her in the news again because she went on an incredible adventure to set a new world record. Usually when someone sets a world record, they don't come on the adventure jogger. That's a truism. Rich Roll gets them first. And right. I'm like, shit, yeah. they're on the Rich Roll podcast. <laughs> I'll never come on this thing. So, but we got her. She has a new She's world here. record. 104 marathons in 104 consecutive days. And by the way, she does have a prosthetic how, leg as well. How, how you say sweet baby Jesus? I know, I know. <laughs> Did all that on a prosthetic oh my leg. Goodness. The world record holder, the incredible, the unstoppable Jackie Hunt Brorsma is once crazy. again on the Adventure Jogger. Welcome, Jackie. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me on again. Um, this was amazing and so much fun to watch on Instagram as you would you know, give people updates as, as, as the, as the yeah. progress went on. Before we get into just the day-to-day -day grind of, uh -huh. of what it's like to run 104 marathons in a row. By the way, it's more I, than that. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, so, let's just get that out the way. I was whining on my seven-mile run this evening. I know, so like, I know. But before we get into that, what was the, the genesis for the idea? Why did you decide to ruin your free time for over three months and, and tackle this, this world record? Because I don't think things through and I kind of just like think stupid things are a good idea. Uh, no, it was, I had seen Alyssa Clark had done it. She'd done 95 marathons in 95 days and I'd seen it and I'm like, why didn't you go to 100? Come on, you need to finish it. Go to 100. And that's kind of what spurred that on a little bit. I was like, well, let me see if she could do it. I can do it. I'm going to give it a shot. And just, it was just kind of a little bit of an interesting to, thing to see if how far I could push my body and then whether I could do it on a prosthetic. Because to be honest, when I started it, I wasn't sure would my blade last? Like, what's, what is, are the wheels going to come off at like mile, the marathon number 30? Um, is my stump going to be totally wrecked for the rest of the year and stuff? So there was these all these unknowns, but it excited me. I was like, I really want to try it. I want to point out that the woman you're talking about that did 95 in 95 days, she has two functioning legs. She does not have a prosthetic. So no one with a prosthetic leg, man or woman, has yep. ever tried what, what you did at all, which is no. incredible to think about. And and it, and it was it was kind of one of those things where like when when I became an amputee and I think we spoke about this mm -hmm. in the when I was a previous show it's weird like you become an amputee and you put in a box and it's like now you're you've got this disability and and for me it's always been a challenge like no I can do what able bodies can do I can do go one step further and and I think this was kind of like a little bit of a spur like you know what let's see if I can add a little bit of a challenge to this whole challenge where able bodies um are doing this and i want to take it on too and see what 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 happens now i will say too we talked about this in the last episode you really are kind of on the forefront of blade technology and you work with a lot of companies on developing blades for runners especially for amputees war veterans who have lost limbs and working on like a like a trail blade you were talking the last time about how you really found that a blade that that splits in two at the bottom Mm -hmm. works better on trails than it does on roads and so now they're developing that i mean that's that's yeah, awesome and that's, just that's there. the one i did the marathon thing the the 104 marathons in and it's really cool because when you when what i was struggling with when you go out on trails 
um, is that you don't have that split toe. So when you hit a rock, you're twisting all the time. And it kind of, the only way I can explain it is kind of like you're twisting your ankle all the time because remember your stump is kind of held in this vacuum right. and it's like really, so when, when your prosthetic moves, that part of the limb that you still have left moves too and that hurts like it really hurts so it's kind of with the split toe it kind of when you hit a rock it just kind of balances it moves more easier um so you don't have that where you're twisting yourself the whole time i guess yeah be like somebody grabbing your leg and and twisting it exactly it's exactly that yeah it's yeah it's not very comfortable (laughs) but i think it's just so cool that that you've you know and listen to the the first episode everybody and get a whole bunch of jackie's story because you'll be inspired (laughs) Uh, just by by what she's done and, and what she continues to do for other people. So now to the world record, you yes. you, you make dumb you make dumb decisions. You're like ah, ninety five. What a wimp. Ninety five. Who stops at ninety five? Ninety five. Right. Exactly. You have to round it up to hundred. Come on. <laughs> See, she's a number like rounder. That. See, just like you. See? Just yeah. like you. She's See? a number rounder. Yeah. So so let's start with day one. You're, yeah. you, you make this plan. You know, first of all, you've told your family you're going to do this. What was your family's reaction to? Um, they they first rolled their eyes at me. Um, and then I guess. I can't imagine that's, why. That's kind of the trend going on. It's like, oh, no, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> and I normally give them like like maybe a, a few weeks notice. It's like, yeah, I've got this plan. I'm going to do this. This is what we go. It's like, oh, no, here we go. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're off. Day one. And- Exactly. You decide to go out and do a marathon. Let's talk about day one. How are you feeling as as you lace up the shoe, as you yeah. get the blade on, as you get your water ready, and day one you're walking out that door to uh-huh. do marathon number one? I think day one you kind of you're a little excited because you're like, okay, I'm taking on this massive project, but. I think it hadn't sunk in yet how massive this project was because I was like, the stupidity was this? not there yet. Yeah. No, <laughs> you're like I know. I wasn't. No, I hadn't got to that point yet. So I kind of, I took it like a like a training run, I guess, and went out for a marathon. And it's like, oh, I did a marathon. Oh yeah, this is number one. Let's see if I can get to number two. <laughs> so number one goes well. It's 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 yeah. excitement. You're riding on that wave. Is the first week kind of riding that wave of excitement of I'm going to try and do this thing. Yeah, I think the first the first week was kind of you're kind of just finding your way and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like all exciting because you're going to try and do this record. The second week is where it got re- it, it started getting hard because then I my body was adjusting to the mileage and the pounding, and because I wasn't I wasn't running on a lot of trails for this challenge. I was hitting road, and my body is not used to road running. Yeah. It like yeah, it was tough. Um, so it's kind of just getting getting into a groove and then finding nutrition too because I kind of struggled with that a little bit in the beginning and just kind of adjusting everything and then you kind of get into a swing of it and just kind of you kind of I guess you just get on with it really. Well, what was your how did you approach training going into this? I mean, you should have asked did, that did question you, before we go. Yeah, you go did um, you go run 104 <laughs> half marathons before you? No, I actually did a hundred miler. Two weeks before I started this, <laughs> uh, I think it's good solid training, and then no, no recovery. I think that was good solid, yeah. But yeah, who I needs think recovery? I had good legs. <laughs> yeah, no one needs. But you can look at it both ways. I didn't recover from the hundred miler, and I went straight into this. Or I had good training miles. I don't know. Well, you're in good shape at that that point. I mean, you, yeah. you're running a hundred miles. You finish a hundred miler. You're in, you're in a decent amount of shape. You got a great base going. But I would think that you did the hundred miles on the trail. And so your body, you're right, you're talking about your body not being adjusted to the, the pounding of the road. And after the first week, after the adrenaline wears off, was yeah. there a day in week two where you were like, oh, God, I've got to get up and do this again and again yeah. and again <laughs> and again? And, yeah, it was it was it was interesting because you're like. You, you're awake and, and I wasn't sleeping well during this whole thing because my like at nighttime my stump would just fire it was just not happy mm-hmm. and so you, you're having that and you're kind of getting maybe four or six hours sleep at night so you're tired from that too and then getting up and it's like you get out of bed and you go Oh, what am I doing today? Oh, wait, I have to run another marathon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh shit, sorry. That's, that's okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> 
So, so yeah, it was it was it was very much a mental game. This I was just going to go there. I was going to say it was so much more mental than physical. I think anyone could do it as long if your mental strength. If you've got mental strength, you can do this because it. Yeah, your body adapts. It's weird. Like as I went along, like the first two weeks was tough, but then you 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 kind of get into a groove and your body adapts. It's more the mental. Yeah, you just have to fight that mental like it just like i it kept my mind kept telling me you know what it's fine to quit you're okay you're fine you yeah you it's yeah you can call it quits at any minute you don't have to hang around (laughs) but at this point you have talked about it on social media this is not something that you're like you just told your friends you were going to do you proclaim this to the world i know i know oh see once you put (laughs) it out there Mm-hmm. Once you put it out sure there, what I was thinking, putting <laughs> yeah. it out there, because <laughs> I'm like, you know, those moments when you, well, like, that's my story of my life. I just don't, I just do. I'm a, I'm a very much a person. I do something and then I think about the consequences afterwards. And that was kind of that where I was like, oh yeah, everyone, I'm going to be doing this. And I'm like, oh, what happens if I actually fail this? Or like, <laughs> yeah, but see, sometimes when you put it out there, that's the mental push that gets you yeah. through it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It, it kind of, it's a bit more of accountability, I guess, because everyone's exactly. watching and stuff. And I think a lot, because I was putting so much out there all the time. And I've, I've, I mean, I've, I've always been very open on social media and stuff, what I'm doing and things like that. And I quite like that because I think it's kind of a point of like, if you do fail, that's okay. You just pick yourself up and you keep going. And I think that's always been part of the message. But this like everyone like coming in and saying oh well done you've done another one and just cheering you on that kind of really helped like you just you kind of get to a point where you don't want to let every anyone down and you just kind of push through a little bit harder so i think it definitely is like my own little cheer team i guess and it it was really amazing can i talk about social media for just a second jackie because because i've I've mentioned you numerous times when you're not around just in front of my friends but i follow you on instagram and i encourage everybody to follow jackie on instagram it's very inspiring stuff i love what you post you're you're one of my favorite people on instagram but you know how everything nowadays is algorithms and so they're constantly trying to figure out like what does ryan pluckelman like Based uh-huh. on what he likes, are you getting blade ads? Well, no, 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 no. Oh, all right. So, so Jackie, tr- truth, truth is, on Instagram, I like all of your posts, and so I'll double click it so it gets it gets a little heart. Well, so when you click on Instagram, the little the, the little the, it's like a little magnifying glass, and it shows you like other things, like the things you might like. You might like this stuff, right? Yeah. I started getting all of these pictures. I had no idea this was a thing, Jackie. But apparently, there's 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 amputee women that that pose very sexily, uh, sexy and, and, and scantily clad. Yeah, it's, oh. it's the weirdest thing. It's like there's a fetish, like yes. And so because I liked all of your stuff, Mark Zuckerberg's going. This guy's got a kink for amputees. Let's show him all of those pictures. And so <laughs> for months, that's all I would get on Instagram. Like, oh my goodness thank you just- <laughs> thank you jackie thank you i'm sorry i apologize <laughs> so I, I just want to let you know it's so weird that way it's like oh man but there there are some strange people out there well worth oh, it like, well worth it just to see the jackie the could, jackie posts could you show me where that's at again oh i'll show you where after <laughs> after after the show anyway so, so jackie let's talk a minute so we're, we're two weeks into this thing yeah. What are these marathons looking like day to day, like like pace wise? How how are you trying to to do these, knowing that you want to to not yeah. walk them, but you also want to make sure your body can handle a hundred daily plus of, that, yeah. of these? Yeah. What does a daily average marathon look like for you during? This? I mean, mine mine. What I was doing was I was listening to my body. Like like I was I said I wouldn't do anything um, faster than four and a half hour marathon so okay. i kind of started there and then i kind of got slower and slower it just to be honest i was like doing between four and a half hours and five and a half hours that's kind of where i kind of kept it a yeah. little bit just to make sure that i wasn't beating my body up too much and just kind of just taking it a little little slower as as what my body needed um and because because i was so worried about my stump yeah and things i kind of had to be a little bit careful um, so yeah, I kind of approached it like I would like an ultra and just, just pace myself really. But still a four and a half hour, there's cans in there. 
There you go. Um, Jeff's got another beer. So, uh, but it's still four and a half to five and a half hours, Jackie. That's not a slow marathon. That is no. not that for a lot of people would love to be able yeah. to run a four and a half to five and a half hour marathon. So you definitely weren't weren't sandbagging these things. How did you no, find no. early on that the, that this, the stump was reacting to that sort of pace? Um, I mean, the like when I was hitting the four and a half, I, the stump was definitely struggling a little bit more with that. So I had to kind of slow it down yeah. just to kind of just take it a little bit more easy. Um, yeah, and just kind of it was it was very much just listening to what my body wanted and what my stump like like some days I like my stump would be really really swollen and right. stuff like that. So the prosthetic fitted a little bit differently. Um, so I just. I just, I, I think this whole thing was like, it's made me more in tune with my body even more than it mm. was. And it's just like, you just had to pay attention. And and for me, it was not at all. Cause like a lot of people, I was like, what, what was your pace? I'm like, well, it kind of varied. It really literally just went up and down. I didn't have a consistent pace at all. Yeah. And for me, it was more about just doing the distance than rather than focusing on pace. Cause I, I feel like when you get into mar- like the marathon thing, everyone's like all the marathon. It was funny cause on my social media, the main question from all the triathletes and all the marathon runners, what was your pace? <laughs> all, the, all the ultra runners were like, what did you eat? <laughs> Let's get to the important thing. What did you eat? Yeah. yeah. The total douche question. What was your pace? Because like, because like, like, it's going to be impressive. Like, they're judging whether or not they're going to be impressed by what Jackie has done exactly. by your That's pace. That's how I felt. I was like, "What? <laughs> this better have been a solid nine and a half to ten minute miles, where I'm not impressed at all." But the all runners are like, <sighs> "Hey, tell me about the food. Was it ice cream? Yeah. Were you eating ice cream you every had a hamburger? Night? What? I mean, yeah. How many donuts did you have? <laughs> and gummy worms. <laughs> I know, I know, Courtney made because I, I had actually posted a list of all the foods I had eaten, and I remember Courtney coming back and she's like, "That is way too little." Um, gummy worms. You should have at least. I hope you mean you actually had twenty bags of those gummy worms. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic! Wow, That's fantastic. I mean, coming back to the pacing, I did. I had a few marathons where I ran like a six-hour. Yeah, and I must say those were brutal because they were just. It was a really long day. You were out, and those were like days when Arizona's temps hit like hundred and four. Um, and that's when you just kind of, you're just fighting just to keep moving. It's just like, those were just like killer. You picked the wrong time to move to Arizona. Cause when I spoke to you, you were in North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely picked the wrong time to move to Arizona. You should have decided to do this when you were still in North Carolina. I should have. Yeah. Again, I don't think about these things. Come on. It's I me. Miss- I just do. <laughs> I missed it. Were you in, are you in a greater Phoenix area or a Tucson area? I'm or? in Gilbert. So it is, it's near Phoenix. Yeah. I know. I know it's where Gilbert's yeah. at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's beautiful out here. We love it. So I wanted to ask you about, because I've heard amputees talk about phantom pain. Yeah. Where they'll, I mean, their toes will hurt. Their toes that are uh-huh. no longer there. Uh-huh. Did you experience any of that during this world record attempt? Oh, all the time. Um, the weirdest thing is my toe. Like, I, I get cramps in my feet. Oh, in my one, my good foot. Yeah. And then I get cramps in the foot that's not there anymore. It's the weirdest. <laughs> that's so. And I will, I will, I kid you not, sometimes I will bend down and go and scratch, go down as if I'm scratching my foot. And my husband will laugh at me. He goes, you know that it's not there anymore. Sorry to break it to you. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> like, I don't care. It's, it itches. That's crazy to think about. Having cramps it, yeah. in a foot that is does not exist yeah. anymore. It's it's the weirdest thing. And the only way I can kind of solve it, I've learned that there's a nerve in my stump um, where you can kind of rub it and mm-hmm. it kind of relieves that pain. So it's, it's yeah, it's it's a bit freaky sometimes because <laughs> it's like, darn it, I need to take it off because my foot's itching. <laughs> yeah, that, that nerve is still there. It's just like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the nerve's still there, and I think I think with this, it just it, with this, it was just taking so much pounding that it was even worse than what it normally is. Um, so yeah, it was yeah, it was fascinating. It was so interesting. You're pounding these miles, Jackie. You got you're uh-huh. two weeks in. You're you're you know you've got 14 marathons down. You're into your third week. Your your body's starting to adjust to it. Now it's saying, okay, this is what we're doing. We're running yeah. 26.2 miles every single day. Um, did it get easier to a point where it just kind of became routine? Um, physically, yes. 
like my body got used to it mentally it got harder like i got to a point like halfway like um marathon number 50 and i literally my mind just said you know what you're fine 50 is a good distance yeah 50 is a good distance don't worry about it you can quit now no one no one's gonna care just just quit it's okay and it was just it was so annoying because i'm like physically i'm feeling like physically i'm fine like i feel stronger i feel like i can do this but mentally it was it was a struggle how do you pull yourself out of that how, how do you how do you jackie get yourself to go okay 50 is good enough but how do you what, what do you tell yourself to say 50 is not good enough i need this world record i yeah, I, I, for me, like my kids were quite a big motivation because mm-hmm. my kids would like check on me every day and like, mommy, how far are you now? Which number are you on? And then they'll go to school. When they come back, they're like, are you done? Have you done this? And it was kind of, you have that in your back of your head. It's like, oh my goodness, I can't disappoint them. Like I can't let them down. So, so you it's said kind accountability. Of, you have, <laughs> you, I can just, I like my kids yelling at me. Oh no, she quit. Can you imagine disappointing a nine year old telling you, oh, my mommy quit this. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's kind of, you have that, but then also, then you just, you just tell yourself just one step at a time. And it's like, when you start, when like on, on marathon number 50, all I did was then, tell myself just to get one mile, do one mile. And you literally, I was breaking it down to like, even though I had a marathon still to run, I was breaking, I was just happy to get to the next mile. That's what I was doing. I was getting to the next mile. And then you kind of like a crazy person go, yes, I've made it. I've got to the next mile and you just keep going. (laughs) So let me ask you, Ryan. Yes. How many consecutive marathons do you think you could do? Zero. I wouldn't do any. I, 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 that's no, why. No, no, no. I know you could do, you could do one yeah. for sure. But how many, how many, I, I, I think I could do three and I'd just be like, I'm done. I'm, I'm kind of a mentally <laughs> weak person. You know, I've, I'm, I'm not as, well, as let strong. Let me challenge you. Try and do like five. Do five and then you'll see. You'll five, surprise yourself. Five, I bet you. Five marathons. At no particular pace, though. Okay, you just, can, just whatever. Yeah, I whatever. can knock out. Yeah, just whatever. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to do that this summer. Maybe my summer of Ooh, my summer of, of, of a micro Jackie. The gauntlet has been thrown. The micro Jackie summer go. is what it would go. be called. The micro <laughs> Jackie summer. MJ. MJ. Exactly. Micro Jackie. Let's all do a micro Jackie, everybody. MJ5. Is there, but is there... Think about not disappointing your kids, and that's important because you want you know your yeah. now your kids think you're a goddess. They're like you know your your parents suck. My mom's got a world record. How many do you have? It, my son's actually been doing that at school. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> and I'm like, oh my goodness! <laughs> my mommy ran 104 marathons, and the teacher's like. What that's, did your mom do? That's nice. <laughs> I think you mean she ran 1.4 miles is what I think you Wrong. mean. Yeah. Wrong. That's, that's awesome. That's fantastic. Like, hey, your parents suck. My mom's got a world record and your mom's got nothing. Nothing. That's awesome. So the weight of that, you're not, not yeah. wanting to disappoint your kids. Is there a pressure to being an amputee and having inspired all of these runners? I mean, you've got people following you that never thought they could run a 5K, let alone an yeah. ultra marathon, running yeah. an ultra marathon because, well, if Jackie can do it and what Jackie's done to help with blade technology, making that possible. Is, is, there, is there a weight of that on your shoulders as well? Absolutely. And yeah. And, it, and it's, and it's a, it's a hard one because it's like, you want to inspire these people. And the whole, the whole point when I started this journey was cause I, I truly believe we're capable of so much more than what we think we are. And that was kind of my whole message through this all. And I guess when I got to that 50, it was like, I can't stop now because there are so many people watching and so many people, the amount of messages I get, it's just been absolutely phenomenal. And it's just like looking at that and kind of looking at the bigger picture and you kind of like, you know what, just suck it up. You have to do this. This is like, yeah. I'm glad we've been drinking a bit because I knew this part was going to come up. Uh Oh, because I I haven't, I have a strong opinion and we, but we, we had a couple before we started recording. So we're in a really good spot right now. Yeah, we are. You told me I would have had a glass of wine or something. Well, you you still have time. You still have time. So something happened along your journey to the world record Uh that I I think think is the biggest pile of horse shit in the world. And and, and I'm really upset about it. And I thought we could kind of work this out. This could be like like group therapy between Jackie and, and Jeff and myself. At one point during your quest, you ran an organized half marathon 
Uh-huh. And then there was a short break between the organized half marathon and you were going to run another half marathon at home to get yeah. the marathon distance. But yeah. then some motherfuckers online were like, that doesn't count. That doesn't count because it's a half marathon. It's a half marathon. Don't even do a marathon. And so they got up on your case because they're uh-huh. stupid motherfucking morons. And I hope they leave bad reviews on my iTunes going, this guy's an asshole. But, but I mean, a real asshole. Yeah, like, like getting on your case saying, saying two half marathons in a day doesn't count towards the marathons. But even though you could have run a marathon and at some point stopped halfway mm-hmm. to uh-huh. take a three-hour dump in a bathroom yep. and it still would have yep. counted. And that would have still counted. But, yep. but you gave in to those folks and you one day you ended up running two marathons in one day because of the I'm stupid fucking internet. The stupid fucking internet. You ran two marathons. Uh-huh. In what, like, tell me about that day and how did that feel seeing oh, the, the trolls come out? It, it was, it was, to be honest, in the beginning, it was pretty shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, just like I was pretty pissed because trolls, the rules, the rules, are, the, the rules are kind of a little bit vague, but mm-hmm. it does say that you need to do a marathon distance during that marathon distance. You can take a break yeah, and do whatever, but then you still, so it's like, where is the line with this? It, it's not kind of clear. So what happened was I was registered for a full marathon in that day, hmm. but with childcare and everything, I needed to get home for the kiddos. So I, I went down to a half marathon. So I thought, you know what? I do a half marathon and then do the rest at home. Kind of, yeah. And so I had a few people like reach out and say, yeah, but if you're going, it doesn't count. It's not. And I'm like, Part of me thought, in the grand scheme of things, does it really matter? And what I'm doing, I'm doing this on a prosthetic leg. So I'm like, you know what? I'm doing it for a good cause. There, right. there's, I'm doing good with this. And yeah. I just felt like I was being attacked for not following the rules. You- but I'm also a rule, like, I'm like, it's kind of one of the, it was kind of one of those things where you're like, okay, I'm not sure. And you kind of start doubting yourself just because of the way they were going right. on about this. And then I was like, well, it would be dumb if I got to 100. And then suddenly it actually turns out it wasn't right. Um, and I was like, I don't know. And like when you when you reach out to um, to the organization, they, they're very slow with getting back. It takes them like 12 weeks to reply right. and stuff like that. So it was it was hard to kind of, yeah, just to find out information. So I ended up going out again and doing a full marathon. And that was kind of me putting my middle finger up Mm-hmm. And saying, you know what? Yeah, there you go. I've done it. So shut the hell up. <laughs> so, so note to self: when we're doing our five day thing, just keep yeah. your watch running. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just keep it. Just keep it running. It yeah. is, but it it had to be infuriating. And and honestly, if you're the type of person that is going to say something like that, I think you have to be someone who has done what Jackie's doing. So, if you are the world record holder. Um, the, the the current world record holder for most consecutive right. marathons, you have a, an opinion in the matter, yeah. and that's an opinion worth taking into account. If you're not, and you're just bored on the internet, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Go find something to do with your life, and 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 get off the, the internet because that just drives me. It drove me absolutely crazy. <laughs> I was wrong. so mad, you know. Yeah. I, I, and the funny thing is, I think there was there was less like like social media is weird like that sometimes and. People were really standing up for me. I actually had to take comments off. I actually, on that post, I removed the comments because people were fighting. It was, it just got so bad that people were just kind of to and fro and just like, I was like, okay, I need to delete, run another delete, marathon. Delete, 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 I don't, delete, I don't want to be, no, I don't want to get in the middle of this. <laughs> was it interesting to see how quickly everyone quieted down when yeah. you ran that other marathon? Exactly. And, and did yeah. you get any apologies? Was there anybody that oh, kind she's of essentially, she's really crazy. No. <laughs> no, there was no apologies. And it was just, I think it was more of a surprise that I actually went out and did it. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, we don't mess with her then. Um, and <laughs> right. that's kind of how I felt. I was like, well, you want to bring it on? I can take it. That's, I can take it. That's what Jackie just go, Jackie goes like this. <laughs> exactly. A little flip. <laughs> a little flip. Was, it, was it fuel though? When you, because what, 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 what marathon was it? What number? That was number 35. So 35. So yeah, You've got a big five. chunk left. What was it? Fuel? Were you finding that? Was it kind of maybe a? 
I don't know, a blessing in disguise? Did you find that that the horrible human beings on the internet were fueling you through some yeah. more marathons to get yeah. you? Yeah, and they definitely, I think they definitely fueled that that run I had to do again that night because I ran just pure angry. I was so angry. I just, like, I swear that kind of fueled it all. Um, and then, yeah, and it's just kind of, it drove me a little bit the next, like, the next few marathons. And I'm like, it kind of... <laughs> Yeah, I kind of there was a there was a little, a little bit of smiling going on a little bit because I'm like, yeah, I see. Yeah, you just, can't you can't get me down. It's like you know what, I can do this. Just, just go ahead, like, go ahead, piss Jackie off. I just felt off. like go they ahead. were picking on me a little bit. I'm yeah. like, seriously, just, I felt like saying, what? You're gonna pick on the disabled kid? <laughs> just, just, just <laughs> piss like, her yeah, off. Go for right. it. <laughs> go for it. Piss her off. See what happens. Yeah, you you, you did it wrong. You don't you never piss off Jackie Hunt Brorsma. <laughs> that was your first mistake. That was your first mistake. Internet trolls. Was pissing off Jackie Hunt Broersma. Yeah, Weenies. Oh, glad I got that off my chest. That was, yeah. was bothering me. That was that's been bothering me for for God over a month now. Anyway, I'm glad we were able to talk about that. Good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad it helped. Right. Whew. Whew. I feel better now. Take a cool. You know, I'm gonna go look at some pictures of some. I'm gonna of some go run a marathon on the, on the on the Instagram. There we go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> so okay, so Jackie, let's let's talk about some of the cool things you're able to throw into there. You were able to work Boston, the actual Boston Marathon. Yeah. Into your quest for uh-huh. for for the uh, for the world record, how did that all come about? Um, well, they they invited me actually because they have a new para division. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. So they they asked if they were, if I wanted to come, and I was like, well, you do realize I'm not going to be very competitive because that will be marathon number ninety two. So I'm like, oh, I don't know, I'll pay somebody to run in Boston in. Um, and yeah, so they invited me, which was great, but the. The traveling, getting there was a nightmare because from Phoenix to Boston flights, I had to take the red eye. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to work in. So I flew out on the Thursday night, landed in Boston on the in the on the Friday morning at 5 a.m. I had to run my marathon um, and then kind of they had a whole bunch of activities and stuff. So it was like nonstop because they kind of. I was like doing a whole bunch of interviews and stuff like that. Kind of, it was it was crazy, and then I had to every day do the the marathon, and then the Monday did Boston, obviously, and then the next day I had to run the marathon and then get on a flight. So I was like, you know what? I'm the only one, and it's like when you're running Boston on Monday, it's like you have all these runners run past you, and I was like, you know what? I'm the only freaking one that ran number ninety one yesterday. I've had enough of this shit. <laughs> So I'm I'm probably we're probably probably all the typical ultra runner mentality. Boston, it's it's a it's a hell of an accomplishment just to get there. I mean, you got to qualify and all these things. Yeah, and but typically, ultra running is not thought of as road running. It's usually no. associated with trails. But uh-huh. <clears throat> so I qualified for Boston. You did, and. I just was not grasping the, you know, that's a lot of money and time to pay for 26 miles. I can go out my back roads right now and run 26.2 miles. Yeah, but at Boston Marathon, you don't have pit bulls chasing after you. Or bombs. or Yeah, exactly, or anything to worry about like that. Um, but no, but but there had I'm to like, be something cool. Did you did you, by the way the the marathon you ran before Boston and after Boston? Did you run the Boston course? So you ran it three times, or did you just no? Kind of I go- didn't run the Boston course. I kind of ran um, because they kind of block everything off, so it's really hard to kind of do part of the course. So it's kind of they have this big area where you can kind of run. So I was <laughs> typical ultra runner. I was running loops everywhere. I was like, oh, this is fun. Like my little aid station, and like amongst all these these marathon runners, and they're like, what the hell is, what she, is she doing? doing? <laughs> <laughs> is she wearing a vest? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But now most of these marathons up until this point, when you before you get to Boston, these are on your own. This is either yeah. in your neighborhood, yeah. in the city you live in, or you did some of them on your treadmill. It had to have been different lining up doing the Boston yeah. Marathon when you've got tens of thousands of spectators everywhere. You've got thousands of runners towing the line. How was the Boston Marathon different than the ones you'd done before it was it was it was fun in a, yeah i like i would have never thought like running like coming from ultra running and then going oh i ran boston i was like because it, it's never really been on my list like like massive yeah. um 
I'd rather go and run a hundred miler. Um, <laughs> but it was it was really nice because you just had that crowd cheering you on. It's like it's it's the weirdest thing. Like because I mean we like when you're out on the trails even, and I think that's probably what for me doing these. I'm a bit more of a lone runner just mm-hmm. because of all the ultras and stuff. Because you normally there's not a lot unless you with your crew and stuff. You see your crew, but there's not it's not the same as in marathon running and so it was interesting because it's just like the streets are just lined with people and it was nice because they were cheering you on so it kind of helped and it was like oh i feel like a big celebrity this is so cool (laughs) well i i have to admit i ran the flying pig in cincinnati half marathon yeah and you're right it's kind of nice to have a whole bunch of people cheering the whole the whole course but yeah. I'm like, eh, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm with you on that. I'd rather, and I hope no Boston, I don't hope Boston is. No, it's no, no Boston's not listening to the adventure jogger. <laughs> the Boston Athletic Association is like, hey, guys, uh, guess what? The adventure jogger's got a new episode out. We better it's, get listening to that thing. It's got nothing to do with the distance or, you know, no. there's no disrespect intended there. It's just, it's, I'm like, okay, it's, yeah. it's 26.2 miles. For for most ultra runners, that's that's a that's a long run, you know. I mean, you know. that's such an ultra runner thing to yeah, say. It's it like, is. Oh yeah, it's only twenty six point two miles. <laughs> um, by the way, Jackie, did you catch Jeff saying marathon the way you say marathon? I think we've said it so many times. I picked it up from he her. He picked up. He marathon. said marathon. Oh, yeah. He said marathon. <laughs> marathon. Yeah, running, running marathons all the time. There we go. I'm starting a trend. <laughs> <laughs> so that's got to be pretty cool. And I noticed too, Jackie, when you were getting towards the end. Headlines were made. Another woman had set the new oh. world record of 102 marathons uh-huh. or marathons. Yeah, well, 101. 101. 101. Yeah, 101 consecutive marathons oh. in a row. And all I could think of was, lady, you better not get anything embroidered that says world record because that shit's going <laughs> to sure, fall just real pick quick. Off, just piss her off. Right. So, I was like, yeah. you know, did, that, did, you, did, you see, did you see that information? I did. I saw that information and it was kind of a little bit more like, oh yeah, okay, fine. I'll just keep going. Because <laughs> <laughs> the plan was to do 100. And then the plan this, was to do 100. This woman drops 101. When she did, I was like, I was going to go to 102. But then I was like, you know what? I might as well end April on a marathon. So I went to 104. So yeah, it was... What yeah, do you think about that? Round it off again. It makes sense. It makes sense, and here's why: because you do 104, then you can get something embroidered, and by the time you get it back, you will still have the world record. You'll still have it. But you had yeah. to. It, it, interesting, because you were 90 something when she when she yeah. set the world yeah. record, correct? I, yes, I was. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. That's right. Yeah, I was 90 something. Was there a moment when you're thinking like you're because you're planning a hundred and you're like oh fuck she got a hundred and one damn it <laughs> like this just I damn it man off. yeah because it's like you get to that point where you're like I'm nearly done and then you're like oh shit I'm gonna have to do like another <laughs> I gotta do more <laughs> freaking two marathons come on right because you're not gonna be on Australian television. Which, by the way, there's a great Australian television video. Jackie's been all over the world on TV. And the fella got her name wrong. That was funny. He said, we're going to talk to an inspiring young lady called Jackie Hunt Barushma. Uh, which I've never heard <laughs> your name said that way. But anyway, you're not going to get on Australian TV if you don't, you don't set the world record. So you've got the world record. Okay, Boston yeah. was fun. You're back home. You now have 102 marathons in the bag. You're going to do two more. Yeah. What is that morning like? You know, you've got 103 marathons, actually 104 marathons the on your legs one. at this point because yeah. of internet trolls. This is this is the <laughs> no, last I've one. I've actually done 105 in 104 days. Let's just yeah. get that clear. Right. So yeah. let's just put yeah. it out there. You did 105 yeah, marathons in 104 days. Um, so you've got 104 marathons on your legs. It is day number 104. You yeah. are going out for your last marathon. What was that morning like? It was it was kind of a bit of a relief, I think, um, just because I was actually really excited to stop. <laughs> I was like, I can't wait. It was just it was just more like, um, I mean, it's this the, kind of doing this project is I like taking up so much time, and like family life was a mess. Like everything was just so like focused on this run, and so it was kind of nice to kind of get to that day and like say, you know what, this is actually the final one, and then things can kind of, in a sense, kind of get back to normal for a little bit. So my kids were really happy because they were like, "Is this is this really your last one, mommy?" 
So day 105 rolls around. She wakes up. She goes, you know, I, I feel like yes, I should be doing something. Right. What is that like when you, you get that? What do, what do I do with myself? Because I, I just like retirement. Right. You know, like, what do I do? Exactly. What do I do? So I, it was... It, it was the weirdest thing because it was like I think that the next day I was kind of still riding a high, so it was kind of like that. But the Monday I was like, okay, this is weird. What do I do now? And I genuinely, it, <laughs> like two days late, like yeah, Tuesday, I was ready to go running again. I was like, okay, I'm done with this. Now. I, 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 I got to go, go run a marathon. Like, really, like I want to get moving. It's weird. There had to have been a really crazy uh, day though. Day 105 must have been just this. Okay, I don't have to do this. And then you're yeah. going through the day going like, okay, when am I going to get this in? I kind of, yeah, it's kind of like when you like forget your kids somewhere. It's like, okay, I think I've forgotten something now. What do I need to do? And, and maybe she had, maybe she had an ultra I thought. I haven't forgotten my kids. She might have had an ultra thought and thought, you know, maybe I should do, you know, like these run streakers. Maybe I should be a marathon streaker and just, just keep going with it. Was there any thought did, of that? There was, there was actually a part of me that did think. Yeah. I was like, okay, maybe, you know what? It's still early. Could I just do another marathon and yeah. make it 105? And then, yeah. You're like, mm, no, I need <laughs> yeah. some ice. I need ice cream now. <laughs> yeah. So you finish and just the, the world goes ablaze. The running world is, is, is talking about Jackie Hunt Brorsma. You've had a level of, of success in the ultra world. And let's just be honest, this is a very niche sport. Yeah. Like like my kids do not brag about me having a tertiary level ultra running podcast. They don't even about. brag about him running one marathon. Ex- exactly. I mean, you know. <laughs> it's a niche sport and you've experienced some fame in that in this niche sport that we're in. But all of a sudden now you've got a world record and not just yeah. any world record. You didn't, and that's, again, I want to highlight, Jackie did not set the amputee world record. She set the world record for every woman on the planet. Boom. Just across the board. So all of a sudden now you're thrust into a, a new level of fame and, and the social media world and the internet is ablaze with talk about you. Uh-huh. How weird was that to see yourself talked about yeah all over the world it it was it was it, yeah it was just weird and it's just something i'm still not used to because i'm like what um yeah it was it was surreal and it's like you do know that i actually run ultras and it's like they put me in this i'm like i'm not a marathon runner i'm an ultra runner come on darn it do not associate me with marathon i don't want to be associated with those people <laughs> I can do it. (laughs) Jeez. What was the coolest piece of media that you were involved in during this whole aftermath? Oh, um, which is the coolest one? Oh, man, I've done. Yeah, I think I think I saw one of your first pieces with NBC or CBS. I figured which which one it was, but it was like, yeah, it's like the day after or something like that. I'm like, holy cow, she's on national news. And I can't remember who that was with, but it was the first one. That one was the best one I find because I was just it was kind of also new and stuff like that. Mm. And I kind of, yeah, I, I wasn't feeling as overwhelmed with it all yet and stuff. So it was it was yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, and it's been it's been weird because like, um, I was talking to someone in Germany and uh, one of my, one of our really close friends lives in Munich. Um, and he said to me, he's like, you've been in the news everywhere here. It's like, everyone's talking about you. Right. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just weird. Cause I'm, I'm pretty much, I kind of keep to myself a little bit. So like being on, like on all these interviews, it's been really hard and like, nerve-wracking because i'm like oh my goodness i'm kind of more like a behind like get on the trails and just like disappear there and things like that so it's just been so weird like i was even in our local um because we also i mean in north carolina a lot of people knew me like what what my running and stuff because yeah. it was a little but over here i haven't really got into the running community yet but yesterday we were in our local fries um store i don't know if you get fries where you are but um no kind of um and i walked in and someone's like jackie you're jackie and i was like oh uh (laughs) oh my god (laughs) you're jackie now has anyone reached out to you um that you've that you've inspired them to maybe go a little farther 
Yeah, I've I've had so many of it, and it's fa- it's fantastic. Um, just people just just saying because of what I was doing, they've run more miles than they have done in a very long time, or they've t- they've had the courage to take on a five k or a half marathon, or or when they were struggling with their run, they were thinking about me. Um, it's just been it's been phenomenal. I even had an email from a kid at school um, the other day, and he's like, Kenny. He's like, my name is Kenny. I'm in this teacher's class, named the teacher, and said, we would love to ask you a few questions. Can you please reply to my teacher? <laughs> I thought of you even when I was running Strolling Gym a little over a week ago, and it was like mile 30, and you're just like, yeah. <sighs> You're not enjoying and life it's at this the, point. It's the woe is me moment. Uh-huh. And I'm like, stop being a wimp. Look what Jackie just did. All the How does she do that? And you're whining about 40 miles. Get off your ass and go. And so, yeah, I, I, I yeah, channeled Suck it up. Come on. I channeled you there. Right now, people are going to have that voice of Jackie in their head going, suck it up. <laughs> you know, telling you to get moving. There we go. There we go. So it's got to be great. Congratulations on the, on the world record. I did notice that you do have something else coming up on the horizon. Mm-hmm. You may have the best training block ever. Uh-huh. You are going to run Leadville this year. I am. Yeah, they reached out and asked if I wanted to run Leadville. And of course, I was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Of course, why not? Yeah. yeah. Which that presents a whole new bunch of challenges, but you have to feel pretty good about your fitness level right now. I mean, yeah. do you feel yeah. after 105 marathons in 104 days, you have to feel bulletproof yeah. and in pretty good shape? Have you rested a bunch or are you just kind of picking up the training again as you I, get ready for Lentil? I kind of I rested a little bit, um, but now this week I've kind of got got game back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, the only the only problem was like Leadville, and so I'm going to have to kind of get a little bit more elevation in because obviously with all these marathons I've been doing everything flat, so yeah. I'm like that wise, and I know because you go up Hope Pass, which is an absolute is yeah is hard because um, I did Trans Rockies when we we yeah. spoke about Trans yep. yeah. And it's kind of, you go part of the route, level route too. And I'm like, oh man, I'm dreading that. But it's going to be fun. Um, just know, I want, when you get to Leadville and you get to the turnaround, yeah. um, there's, the, it's, it's the, there's the aid station right at the turnaround. And I want you to think of my buddy, Travis, who ran Leadville. And at the turnaround, he got into the porta potty there and, and did the trifecta. That is where he pissed, pooped, and puked all, all at the same, same time. time. So that's, that's so little, there's a goal for you right there. So there we go. I'm going to be thinking about him then. Thanks. Exactly. Just you, you pull in that aid station and go, I got to get the trifecta. Where's that Hold bathroom? On. Where's that minute. bathroom? Give me a minute. Uh, but that's, that's another great race too. That's a, yeah. you'll love that one. That's one of those yeah. classic old races where the whole town, the coolest thing about Leadville is so many times you run an ultra and it's in a town and nobody knows what's going on. And they yeah. just see a bunch of people hobbling into a restaurant the morning after a race is done. And nobody knows why there's all these wobblers. Uh, all what's this, going on here, Bob? <laughs> but, yeah. but Leadville, like the whole town yeah. thinks this is the greatest thing on planet That's Earth. That's so cool. And so yeah, it's I'm, I'm really thing. excited. I think it's going to be really cool just to, to, yeah, to run, to be able to run it. And just it's going to be amazing. Um, Kyle Curtin, who we talked about before we started yeah. recording, you know him um, yeah. through various things. He lives out there. You should have him. You should have him pace does you. He, does he actually live out there? He lives in Durango. Durango. So he's not too yeah, far yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, it's not so far. I should actually. I should reach out to him. That's a good he idea. Could probably yeah. pace. He'd love. He'd love to pace you. Um, we have some adventures. Uh, uh, out we there. need to go at my pace, not his pace, because I couldn't keep <laughs> right? up. I'd be, I'd be throwing up on this. <laughs> he's a slave. Wait, Kyle, no. <laughs> he's a slave driver. His his thing is he likes to drop his pacers. He likes. That's his thing. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's oh. that's that's he throws I didn't the know gun. You did that. He dropped me at Western States. Yeah, he I did. got really embarrassed. Oh, did he? I was on the live. He feed. dropped me at Pinhody. I mean, like, <laughs> you can't keep up with a guy. It's just like crazy. No, but that'll be a lot of fun. Leadville's a great, a really great race, yeah. and I think you'll do really well there. Just start getting some of that that vertical climb in. Yeah, you've got the base miles ready for yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. What's the altitude like where you're at? We're on, uh, what's, what does my watch say, 1,300. Mm-hmm. So altitude mm-hmm. will be a little bit tricky. Yeah. Because, so, yeah, hope so you're going to have to do, you're going to have to do vert training as in climb. And you, if you can do it, get out there for yeah. elevation acclimation. I might 
also go to Flagstaff because Flagstaff it's is like two-hour drive yeah. from us. Um, yeah. So and that's that's quite good too. So you can get you can get a little bit altitude there. So I might have to do that. Go we'll talk to Jamil. He's probably got some pointers for you. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. Yeah, yep. reach out to him. You're, you're Jackie Hunt yeah. Broersma. You can reach out yeah, to people. Yeah, you go, hey. know me now, right? Everyone knows yeah. me, right? <laughs> it's J- yeah, it's JHB. What's up? JHB calling in. I want to get you some questions about, about Leadville. Jackie, um, you're the one that I'm be rooting for at Leadville, the one I'll be following Thank along you. as you tackle that course, but I'm sure it is going to be uh, destroyed by your not only your talent, Beer belch, and you're just an undeniable, unbreakable spirit. As just uh, you, you've done some amazing things and inspired some incredible people, Jackie. You are incredible. Thank you for taking awesome. some time to jibber jabber with us two clowns on the adventure <laughs> jogger. For me on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're no Australian TV. We're not Good Morning no, America. No. Can I? I? <laughs> <laughs> can we just pretend next time? Can you do the accent? Yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, uh, we're real excited about uh, all the things that you've done. Um, you're really uh, crikey, yeah! You're, you're just an incredible marathon runner. Um, yeah, that's about as far as as far as I can go before it starts cracking. But no, seriously, if you haven't listened to the first episode featuring Jackie, get on there and do it. It's it. like episode number five, so you can go to theadventurejogger.com and then go to the listen tab, and you can go to the episodes there and scroll through the episodes. You got to go quite a ways back because we're in the hundred and tens now. Go way back, um, but you'll find the. Unstoppable Jackie Hunt Brorsma, which is a great episode that kind of gives you Jackie's backstory, which is a great, uh, you know, it pairs well with with all you've heard about Jackie uh, in this episode. Jackie Hunt Brorsma, thanks again for coming on with us on the Adventure Jogger. Thank you for having me on. All right, adventurejogger.com. Go listen to those back episodes. Go buy yourself an Adventure Jogger race team jersey and join the race team. We'd love to have you. We are 100% listener supported. You can make a monthly pledge on our Patreon page. Just search The Adventure Jogger on Patreon or go to theadventurejogger.com. Join the community on Facebook and Instagram by searching The Adventure Jogger. And subscribe to The Adventure Jogger wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. 